let's get ready to talk insecurity because you're listening to this insecure life hey there it has been a while hasn't it i am going to try and make these more regular as of now but truth is it probably won't be weekly (laughs) so welcome this is Kathleen and you're listening to This Insecure Life. Today, if you follow me on social media, you know that this episode is going to be about dun, 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 the pandemic. Uh, COVID-19, that is not even just sweeping the nation, but literally going worldwide. So, to start, I basically live in social distancing most of the time, which right now is a really big privilege. So I just want to acknowledge that this shift in habit is really, really difficult, or it can be really, really difficult. Um, And that is something that I am not really dealing with because I work from home. That's been my reality for two years. And it just, you know, I'm doing my best to acknowledge those things that can sort of help us get through. And they don't need to be big things. This, this is scary for sure. Um, I am 32 and I have never experienced anything like this, even with SARS in Canada. Uh, I was in the GTA area when it was happening and I don't I don't I don't remember stores being out of stock uh shelves being completely empty being forced quote unquote forced we're not being forced it's this is another way to protect our community and um work with the herd immunity system of vaccines. We just don't currently have a vaccine for this coronavirus uh, that sprouted in 2019. Um, so if you weren't aware, that's that's where COVID-19, COVID-19 comes from. It's because it is the coronavirus that sort of came about in 2019. So we've been dealing with this for, you know, a long time now. And I don't want to say there's no one that is impacted, but it has impacted majority of the world. And that's scary. It is a scary place to be when those pandemic movies, those situations that we never thought would come to pass and we sensationalized are currently being active. Um, it's scary when you're not sure when you'll be able to fly home to visit friends or family. It's scary if you're not sure who will sort of make it through. There are sure high risk and low risk and people all along walks of life. But what is interesting about uh, COVID-19, especially in regards to how each country individually is approaching it, and I'm not the authority on this. I will say that I have listened into a lot of conversations, uh, been involved in a lot of meetings, read a ton of media, 
and that's not necessarily the best way to go. <laughs> Sometimes you can get information overload, but how testing has um, given us a lot of stats about this particular virus and how it functions and the fact that, sure, if you are in sort of your 20s to 30s, you know, that 10, that, that decade, that like 20-something decade, you're probably fine even if you get it and you're not even potentially going to show symptoms, which is what the scary part is, right? The scary thing is that we can have these viruses in our systems and we can pass them along to people without even knowing. And that's been my biggest fear. So I had been planning to potentially go home and visit um, my parents who are both in the high-risk category and my grandfather who is 94 and in the high-risk category before all this came to be. I just was going to go home. It's been a year since I've been there since my grandma uh, passed away and it felt like a good time because Easter is always a really joyous occasion with my family and we do an Easter egg hunt and there's kidlets involved and it's just a really chill event but that won't be happening and it's scary to not know when I'll be able to physically hug my parents again physically hug my grandpa again more so than the fear of me actually getting sick and that's that's me, right? We all have we all have our fears. But my fear then extrapolates to, well, what if I'm a carrier and I go out and I'm going to pass it along to someone who's just gone out to pick up groceries for their elderly parent or grandparent or friend? Or they're going out because they have to, but they're immunocompromised in some way, even if they're 20, 25, 30, right? Like age doesn't really matter when it comes to these situations, but what matters is the world and your community coming together to social distance properly, washing our hands, buying the essentials, buying what you need, but not panic buying, right? We don't really need to be wiping out shelves upon shelves of pasta and sauce and all the frozen goods and all the canned goods and toilet paper. I don't know what this obsession with toilet paper is, but also, I mean, side topic, maybe we should discuss that in another episode where there are a lot more sustainable ways <laughs> to clean your bits. Um, it's a weird obsession. And while we can make jokes about it, the fact that toilet paper is one of the main things that people were panic buying and was out of stock for, I think, a week in some places, it shows how humans work in some ways. It shows that how we cope and how our rational brain takes over doesn't necessarily add up to what's actually going to be helpful, which I think is why having emergency kits prepared before emergencies is a really good thing, right? You can logically think through it. Maybe you throw in a couple extras, but you're not 
going to the point of extraying. It is definitely an example of herd mentality. Um, you see someone with two or three packages, I guess, of toilet paper, and then you think you need that. And so this influencer culture we have, it's related to how humans socialize in general and how we take our social cues, which I want to shout out to all the celebrities and big influencers who have been telling people to stay home, who have been using their influence and status to really make a mark and hammer home the importance of social distancing right now. So let's talk a little bit about social distancing. One, I want to just first steps say before we get into this, that this virus has nothing to do with any race. <laughs> if you are being racist about it, check yourself. Take a step back, do a little bit of research, um, unnecessary, anytime, and especially unnecessary during these times when we need to come together in humanity, right? Like, let's, let's just lay that on the table. We are all in this together. It is 2020, and borders mean something, and they don't mean something, so... Let's just keep that in perspective. Um, there's no one to blame here. It's just a matter of we got to work quickly and think quickly and our governments need to act. Um, and that is all our governments. That is every single government in this entire world, um, regardless of race. So I got off track and now I can't remember what I was going to tell you. All the joys of me podcasting. Did you miss me, guys? Did you miss me? Social distancing. So if you are self-quarantining, if you are able to work from home, uh, it was being encouraged. Now there has been a shutdown in a lot of places of institutions where people have been forced out of their jobs, laid off, and will be needing some assistance. That is scary. So on top of the fear of getting sick, you have this fear of, will I be able to pay my bills? Will I be able to meet my basic needs? And some people in some industries are definitely more vulnerable than others. Um, the restaurant industry, if you are a server or a bartender or a cook, you are part of this more vulnerable sector that people use and it is an it is necessary it is the service the service community is huge and if you are in healthcare and part of the essential needs then you're putting yourself at risk every time you go in for a shift so if you know a nurse, if you know a doctor, if you know a nurse practitioner, if you know anyone who is working through this and they are not able to quarantine because they are part of the solution and they're part of flattening the curve, please give them a massive props. Maybe buy them a gift card for a local business or a local restaurant so that they can treat themselves 
and know that they're supported. And you're also giving back to small local businesses. You're helping to boost your local economy. The truth is spending money with your small grocers, and there's tons of Asian markets, especially in Vancouver, that have a ton of produce and product out on their shelves right now. You're giving back and you're helping to maintain a stable economy for your neighborhood and for your city. And that is only going to benefit you in the long run. That being said, if you aren't able to actually purchase something, cool. You can give back in other ways. If you're stuck at home, make a card. Send some mail out. You know, you can sanitize your hands. You can sanitize the cards. Wipe them down. If you aren't feeling well, maybe you don't want to send it. But I'm not a scientist. I've seen some different conflicting information on how long the virus lives on inanimate objects. But... You know, take the precautions in that sense that you need, but find those ways that you can connect to humans. So while there's a lot of fear, right? If you are having to take the bus to work and someone coughs, you have probably noticed that when anyone coughs these days, it is an instant head turn by everyone and a stare down. There are multiple reasons why we can cough. Common cold, sure. Other viruses, sure. COVID-19, absolutely. But we can also cough because something went down the wrong tube or our throat gets a little dry. We've been talking a lot. (laughs) Tons of reasons. And so just maintaining that two meters, six feet distance, if you're going out in public and you need to use sort of vital hubs, right? So you're getting on a bus, you're getting on some kind of public transport, keeping your distance even while you're on there. If you have access to gloves and a mask, sure, wear them out. Do it. Why not? You're protecting yourself and you're protecting others. There's nothing wrong with that. If you can stay home, stay home. And this isn't to say you can't go outside. Let's just lay that on the line. It is going to be very good for your mental health to go out for walks and maintain your distance from people. But if you go out and you see someone, typically I avert my eyes. But maybe now's the time to give them a little smile from that six feet away. Give a little bit of a wave. Show that we're all in this together and find those little pieces of human interaction without physically coming into contact. So moving into more of that, there are tons of ways in 2020 that we can stay connected and get through this. And we're really only going to get through this together if we stay connected, right? Which is funny because there have been a lot of articles about how social media can make us feel less connected. I'm not denying them. It can. It absolutely can. I have personally deactivated my personal Instagram for a month now, just over a month. And right now I've been wanting to get it back because there are certain people that I do miss. And there's certain content that they post that I, I miss seeing and interacting with. That being said, I've definitely tried to up the amount of 
reaching out to people, the ability to play games with a friend on your phone, to watch, you know, have watch parties and you watch the same thing, but you're all in your own spaces, nice, safe, cozy at home. Um, I don't have an iPhone, but there's tons of ways to video chat if you don't have FaceTime. Uh, WhatsApp has options. Facebook Messenger has options. Google Chats, Google Hangouts. Um, there's an app called House Party I just downloaded because one of my friends suggested it. And so finding these, these ways to connect with, with our loved ones, right? With those people that we may be feeling very disconnected with, that we see on a daily basis, that we haven't been able to see, that we haven't been able to be in physical contact with. But also, tap into your online communities or your offline communities that have moved online. So a lot of Facebook groups cropping up that are showing solidarity and support and making lists of people who can't get out because they are immunocompromised or high risk and so they're doing the grocery shopping. Can we just shout out how amazing that is? That when it comes to crunch time, we can come together and we do come together to support the people we need. And that's not to say that people haven't been shitty throughout this too, right? There's been the people who've taken advantage of it. And there are billionaires in this world who should just pay everyone's wages so that people can stay home. Every single person can stay home, you know, and, and rent shouldn't have to be charged for at least a month, right? Like there, there's got to be some concessions here on a more political and systemic level, but at the heart level, at the level of where humans come from and how we interact and where we get that fulfillment, seeing people come together and offer groceries, offer to have phone chats if someone's feeling lonely, offer their time and their energy and their space, right? That space inside them that they just have capacity to take on someone else's worries is amazing. And that is, at the root of it, to make it selfish, the reason I love community so much, the reason I love small businesses and nonprofits because they focus, and and typically they're hyper-focused, yes, on very specific communities. But that's okay. We can have clusters of communities and communities. It's only going to make us stronger, right? So looking towards some of these solutions, some of these things to keep us connected, to keep our mental health in a good place. So on that note, again, get outside, go for a walk. You can be close to the people that you're either living with, so family or roommates, um, but staying a nice distance away from anyone else you see outside. Go take photos in your neighborhood. Um, maybe learn how to cartwheel. I think that's on my list this year. I still have, don't know how to cartwheel, so maybe I'll take that mantle up. You have a picnic outside with your, with 
your friends and your roommates that you live with, right? That you are already social distancing with in your space. Go be outside, get some fresh air, get some sunshine if there's sunshine where you are. All amazing, amazing things. If that feels like too much for you, there are tons of YouTube videos or throw on a playlist and dance your heart out. Get movement. Find some movement even in this social isolation and this social distancing. Maybe we should start a dance train. So I pick a song and then I dance to it and then the next person will start with that and then they're going to pick a song and we just move through it. Maybe that would be a fun thing. I've been trying to think of ways to engage any listeners um, because I think it's important. I think making this, taking it seriously, but recognizing that we are humans and there are needs that we need to meet even in these times is really important and it's a good way to get back to basics. The other thing is you're working from home and maybe your anxiety is peaking. Give yourself space to find places to relax. You do not have to be crazy productive during this time, especially if you've been laid off, especially if you're working from home, I'm sure there are things that you need to get done, but give yourself space. And if taking a half hour nap in the middle of the day is going to work for you and you're still going to be able to hit those targets that your work has asked you to while you work from home, do it. Give yourself some reprieve any way you can. Be conscious about it. Be conscious about the decisions you're making. There are all sorts of coping mechanisms, and you can fall into some really bad habits. Um, so keeping routine—I shouldn't be lecturing on this. Lecturing. I shouldn't be saying this, but I give really good advice. I'm just not so great at keeping it all time. But sticking to a routine, having time when you wake up and maybe you wake up before your alarm that's cool but you know you set your alarm you get up you make your coffee you go through your routine you get dressed and then maybe you cook right like when you're like nope today i'm gonna make bread so you have an activity you're going to do that feeds you find some space for you know music learning a new song, for creating something, for taking time to paint. I think it would be really fun, actually, if everyone put on the same Bob Ross, like, painting video, and we were in a hangout, and we all just painted and chatted the whole time, and then showed what our interpretation of it was at the end, right? Like, finding these ways to really connect and be creative, and nurture each other and ourselves. Um... I had a bunch of bath bombs on my way, on the way to me, I should say, because having a bath is really, really good for me. Maybe you just want to take a shower, you know? Showers can be really, really nurturing. Taking those small steps, like brushing your teeth, you ever feeling down, you like to brush your teeth 
the normal amount you would that day, try brushing your teeth because it's crazy how these small things can just sort of enliven us and make us feel a little bit better. So then learn so many skills. There's tons of free online courses. Um, lots of networks are giving free um, free time on their channels. So I don't, I don't want to list anyone in particular, but I know that's happening. Um, my mom just told me in Hamilton that the internet companies just opened up their internet so everyone can have internet. Wow, right? It's, it's, it's essential, it's a utility, but like, it's also one of the things that people cut back on the minute that they have trouble meeting their basic needs. But with libraries being closed, with community centers being closed, it's a really, really good initiative. The other thing that I really wanna point out is to keep yourself educated but I had massive information overload on Monday to the point where I was having panic attacks just because it's conflicting information, so much information, a desire to like make an impact and make sure we get through this together. And that all compounds just down into regular anxiety and stress and I still have to keep updated, right? And you should keep updated what's going on in the world, what's going on in my city, what's going on in my country. But make it selective. Be really selective about where you're going for your news and how often you're going. And while we use these tools, we have our phones, our computers, the internet to stay connected, it's also really okay if you just want to put all of that down and snuggle up with a book and a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine, whatever it is, and just sink into a new world for a little bit. That's okay, that's acceptable, it's a really good thing to do. So just take note of how you're feeling. I um, had a request from a friend to put out a meditation, so that will likely be up tomorrow. Um, I have one or two others, I think, on my Patreon. Um, that you don't need to pay a lot for access for and also if you really need it just let me know send me an email get in touch and I would happily send it to you I don't do this to make money um, I just sort of followed the process of how podcasting works um, or they tell you how it works so that you can make profits but this is a passion project and if you need that extra support let me know um, but I'll, I'll be putting that up and it'll just be some stress relief um, and some breathing exercises and we'll see how it all turns out, but that'll be available tomorrow. You can download it and save it. You can share it. You can do what you want with it. I'll likely get rid of um, the intro and exit just so it's a little bit more peaceful throughout. <sighs> that music is great, but it can also be jarring. So full message, your fear is valid, your anxiety valid, the uncertainty and the insecurity of what's going to happen next and how we're going to move through this individually and globally, it can be overwhelming, which means self-care and your mental health becomes a high, high, high priority. 
stress can lower our immune system, so we need to find ways to manage that stress. And self-isolation, social distancing seems like a really good way to really tap into those innate things within us. Even if you're an extrovert, there's got to be ways that you can refuel and take care of yourself. Just you. You know, what are the things that you can do? And maybe that that is you actively reaching out to people and planning a picnic where everyone brings their own food and you chat, but you're sitting two meters apart, right? Like, let's find those innate tools inside us so that we can get through it individually and help other people get through it together. Cool. Um, yeah, if you have been using any specific tools or items or have some great ideas to stay connected and build community and find some solidarity in this, um, please send them my way. The other thing to remember is, well, this is a big thing that's happening right now. You know? It is. There are still other things going on in our lives, and it's okay if you're not fearing, feeling fear and panic. You know, you're, you're doing your social distancing, but you're going about your life, and you're okay, and you're focused elsewhere. There's no guilt or shame in that. We all have our lives and our regular day-to-day that takes over. So, you know, give yourself yourself space to just feel what you're feeling and go through it and take the precautions so that we can all get through it together because we need to we need to stay supporting each other through this it's the whole point of social distancing and isolation it's the whole point we take care of each other by removing ourselves from those physical contacts if you want to tune in tomorrow check the channels for the meditation please do share widely um get in touch send me messages i um got some work to do but i also have lots of time to connect thank you for listening thanks for your patience in this hiatus i just felt like i couldn't not address a very very big situation that I haven't even tackled in regards to the majority of insecurity that will come up from it. Truth be told, this is not going to be a a one-episode thing, but I might have some more very isolated episodes in regards to money and basic needs and all of that going forward. This is just touch and base, finding some solutions so that we can stay connected. All right, if you want to peace out, peace out. If you want to take a breath with me, let's take a breath together. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch, find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. You can also send an email to thisinsecurelife at gmail.com. Music by Miss Darlan, their song Since When.